Hello and welcome to a festive podcast. I've not even checked the diary. This might be the last one I do for a week and a bit or just under a week. I can't remember what I'm doing over Christmas. But the point is, this is definitely a podcast. I definitely did this. I'm doing this, rather. Am I? Now I'm starting to wonder. But if you're listening to this, or are you, then get ready for what we did on the radio, or did we, earlier today? Or was it? Time 107.5. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. Uh, Darlene Love and All Alone at Christmas and Brian Adams started off what we're up to today. And by the way, thank you very much for tuning in. We've got a good one for you. Oh, sweet mercy. Should be a good show. We're getting very close to Christmas. We are what we're dealing with here. Twas the 23rd day of Christmas. My true love gave to me a proper copy of the lyrics to that song. Because I still don't really understand how it works. So anyway, on the show today, we, we're talking Christmas. Who'd have thought? What's that, Steve? You're doing a topical show talking about Christmas now. I don't know. Also talking about Miss England, as in the lady, not the idea of, oh, you know, I really miss England. Uh, talking about robots. There's an alien in the news. Uh-oh. I wonder what's going to happen there. So this is, what, Christmas Eve Eve? We'll, we'll see if we can help you if you're not prepared yet. We'll do some of that, see if we can get you all sorted for it. Listen, we are very close to Christmas, and for some of us who may have been slightly under the weather for three weeks and going on about it loads on their afternoon radio show, not, not saying it's specifically me, but anyone who fits that criteria, might not be entirely prepared for Christmas. Might have bought maybe the odd gift, but not enough. No cards. Aww. Sending the cards to people I don't live with, I can blame on the post. We talked about that a while ago, so that's good. We can blame the strikes. I could say I got stuck on a train. That's another one as well, maybe. But um, if anyone's in that not-quite-done-Christmas-yet, what are the hints and tips for dealing with the the panic, I suppose? Any thoughts, very much welcome. You can tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen. Uh, so far, ideas I've been jotting down. I could change my religion between now and Christmas and then say, oh, it's really offensive that you think I'm doing Christmas. That's what I've got, actually. Um, so any other ideas? Hello, Steve. I don't know about forgotten to buy gifts. Can't afford to buy gifts. That's got that rent out of the way. There's a thing in the news about Miss England. I must admit, I don't really keep up with beauty pageants these days. I don't even make it through the first rounds, if I'm honest. So, the newly crowned Miss England is really shooting for the stars as she hopes to become an astronaut. And you read that bit in the newspaper and you think, wow. Because you know there's the bit... I don't know if they still do the bikini round. I do, my own personal one, but they do the bikini. Uh, maybe they do. They do the nice dresses, and then they always, in the old days, anyway, in the 80s when it was terrible, um, they used to say, and what do you want to do? And they were always like, I want to save all the children and feed the world. And... You think, all right, it's a, it's a lofty claim, and I don't know if any of them ever went on to do any of those things. And then the idea of someone at a beauty pageant and say, what do you want to do? Oh, I want to be an astronaut. And it is so easy, like the built-in prejudice within us is to think, yeah, right. <clears throat> and then you read on, aerospace engineering student Jessica Gagen. Oh, no, so she's actually, yeah. Actually, it is rocket science, and she can do it. So, yeah. Isn't it annoying when people are really clever and attractive? <sighs> Feels like it's not fair. Do you know what I mean? Leave something for the rest of us. I was good at maths and didn't really have a nice face. And I thought, well, you know what? The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. But some of them just keeps giving, though, doesn't it? It's not... Mm. Do you like space news? 
I hope so, because I'm about to give you some. Virgin Orbit, which sounds like unchewed chewing gum, but it's not. It's Richard, Sir Richard Branson's space thing. He's been given a license to go into space. Come on, Brits for the win. Because it's always been like in America, hasn't it? Elon, I know he's not American, but he lives over there. Elon going into space to get away from Twitter. Jeff Bezos going into space within, within just a day, because he's got Prime. But Virgin Orbit's been awarded licenses to operate the UK's first space launch. The Civil Aviation Authority said that the entrepreneur, Sir Richard Branson's company, demonstrated it has taken all reasonable steps to ensure safety risks arising from launch activities are as low as reasonably practicable. Don't know what that means, but it means we're off into space! Come on! Brits in space, making things slightly more awkward. Like in space, no one can hear you scream. But that silence, oh, it's just loaded, isn't it, when Brits do it? I suppose I do worry that if we Brits go into space and then alien spotters, they might be thinking, like, oh, who are these space-faring creatures? Should we contact them with messages? Because they might try and do it on, I don't know, like radio waves. And if they accidentally pick 107.5 megahertz, well, it's all right for you. You get to listen to an alien. I'd be sat like an absolute idiot talking to myself while statics come in and out Earthlings, we have been monitoring your radio broadcast to learn about your species. I understand your Christmas, but why follow it with Boxing Day? If you are that upset with your family, just send them home. No need to punch them loads in a ring. You're hearing, but I'd I'd be wasting my time, and you'd be hearing an alien, I suppose. Let's just hope that it never never actually happens. Earlier on the show, if you missed it, we played Baby It's Cold Inside from my new Miserable Christmas album. You can get the full version in one of the recent podcasts. Check it out on the internet. Um, Just because some of these Christmas songs need updating to do with the cost of energy, the cost of living crisis. You know, the old cost of living misery that we talk about all the time. With it costs how much? Being the most pertinent question. Well, it does mean I've had to update yet another Christmas song. And this time, it really is quite miserable. So if you want to buy the Christmas album, it includes this. This breath of reality about how expensive things are these days. Santa baby, just slip some staples under the tree for me. Just some bread and some milk. Would be handy, so hurry down the chimney tonight. Santa baby, a little bowl of soup for me too. Some stew. I'll eat anything, dear, cause I'm hungry. So hurry down the chimney tonight. Think of all the bills I've missed I can't afford the payments Well, you get the gist Next year's looking just as dear So could you help out with my shopping list? Santa baby, I want some rice And really that'd be real nice 
Inflation's lasted all year, Santa baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. Whatever you can give me tonight, hurry tonight. I would say that that, avail- that uh, album will be available in the shops, but let's be honest, no one could afford it anyway, so why bother? We were talking about this last-minute Christmas panic malarkey. Any ideas on what you could do if you've not really sorted out all your gifts and cards? Um, Chris gets in touch and says, Here's my idea, Steve. Be a bigamist. That way, whatever gifts you bought family one last year, you could just nick them back from that family and give them to family two. Like you're making me more work. I know I take the point, but I feel like in the long run, it's easier to not be a bigamist. That's the main reason I don't do it. And what's more, I'm so good looking, I am a gift. She ought to be so grateful for that, mate. I'll just wrap myself up. This, are you ready for the Christmas speech, by the way? Because uh, you will hear the King's speech, 3 pm, right here on Time 107.5. But Channel 4, they do an alternative Christmas message, don't they? This time it will be delivered by Ameka. Ameka. Amecha? Amisa. A robot, but I don't really know how to say its name. One of the world's most advanced robots. Broadcast to run at the same time of the Christmas. Well, just after it, actually, I think, isn't it? 3 p.m. and then you can get the robot one. The robot will speak about the highs and lows of 2022. Uh, Channel 4 said, Despite Emeka's remarkable lifelike facial expressions, I suspect most viewers will come away uh, reassured humans are not about to be displaced by robots. What do you mean? Not about to be displaced by robots. A robot's on the telly when I'm not. I think I'm being replaced by a robot over it. Um, I'm not sure I care what robots have to think about Christmas, if I'm brutally honest. Because normally you get to the end of the year, you get the, you know, the king's speech as it will be this year, it makes sense. What are robots going to moan about? I mean, don't get me wrong, I realise they run on electricity, so their fuel bills have gone up as well, but... does not compute. The, uh, the thing is, if they have that much of a problem, for the rest of us, sometimes years can be quite a struggle. And this year, maybe it's been difficult, and next year, cost of living crisis will continue. Sometimes we have to battle on. Robots can just turn themselves off and on again, can't they? So, feels like they should just cheer up, mate. And that's your podcast done. Thank you for downloading it. And there's one story that we didn't broadcast. A hospital was evacuated when a man aged 88 turned up with a World War I bomb stuck up his bum. The, yeah, the, um, interesting. Not quite the blitz spirit I thought some of these older people had. I mean, 88, how long had had it up there? Because the war was in 19... I mean, maybe, maybe it didn't land there. Maybe I'm misunderstanding, you know, because there is a chance. Oh, I couldn't sit down right for most of my life. And he found out what it was. But uh, he told stunned medics the 7-inch by 3.5-inch artillery shell was a dud. (laughs) If it doesn't float your boat, at least you tried it. Oh, no, I see what he means. Uh, Nearby departments, including uh, the children's ward, were cleared. A bomb disposal team turned up and police and fire services were also called. Not necessarily because they were needed, but I bet they wanted to see it. Ooh, look at this D-Day landing happening right there. Um, Yann Lebras, the administrator of the hospital in France, where it happened. 
by the looks of it, said uh, a member of staff said it was uh, it was a first, adding an apple, a mango, and even a can of shaving foam. We're used to finding objects inserted where they shouldn't be, but a shell never. It is difficult to get away with the old. I was cleaning naked and fell backwards and accidentally reenacted World War One in my bottom. But there we go. Uh, each to their own. Whatever you get up to in Christmas, remember, what's the what's this thing they say about bottoms? Never put anything up there unless it's got a flared bottom. Or unless you've got a flared bottom. I can't remember now. The point is, we've done the podcast. Thank you for downloading it. Subscribe, share it with a friend. Have a good Christmas. And until next time, bye. <laughs>